come like this and then we give it big names like keynote address. So key to unlock some thoughts and then as I look at the participants, uh, you are representing some of the largest companies and their back offices. So what does one talk about? I, I, I went through that process, had some uh, chats with, uh, with Ravi to understand. And the thought that struck me is uh, the entire naming convention of the Shared Services Forum. About 30 years ago, when I started on this journey, shared services were only centers that were sitting in the more developed markets from where we would offshore. The offshore center was never called a shared services center. We created captives. And to see a full circle 25, 30 years ago, to say that in a forum in India we talk of shared services uh, was tremendously exciting. Also what I started at that time, what this industry uh, came into being on as the only driver of cost, and we were a cost center at that point of time, and I've had the luxury of running some of the largest uh, centers in the country for American Express and for GE. What is the next level of that evolution? Uh, I thought I'd share my thoughts on how we could take this cost centers to a profit center. And how we can become more relevant uh, to the, the entire evolution. As I said, we came into being as captives, the third party was not in existence uh, when this industry started. The thinking was only people who understand India and have been in India for a few years can utilize India to make, meet their international needs. It then moved on to call centers and certain horizontal services and the next level that came in was bundled and transformational services. So as I said, the, the point for us as a community is to see what is the next level, where can we take it? Where can we contribute where it is the next generation of, uh, of, of what it is that we are doing? So if you look at the history, as I said, the first was do it cheaper. One of my colleagues calls it your mess for less. You're doing it in a particular way, I'll do it the same way. You use 200 people to do it, I'll use 200 people to do it. I'll do exactly what you do. And I will not even question it, but the cost will be down, essentially driven by labor arbitrage. Then came the next generation to say, we now understand we can improve the efficiency. Concepts of Six Sigma and Lean came into being our customers, uh, the customers of the back office, the, the, the front end, realized that we understood the processes and gave us certain liberties to be able to change the processes. So that was the phase of the efficiency improvement. 
the next phase came to say we understand what the input is what the output is in my internal meetings i say we put in a pig a sausage comes out at the other end and we tried to tell people to say you give us the inputs you tell us what output you want and we'll figure out what what it is that we have to do so we re-engineered some things we made some changes we used uh, automation differently and that is where the captives and the third parties started to distinguish themselves typically a third party never had the entire process they were one of the vendors i spoke to a couple of you as as we we, we got together you are partnering within the country for the same process so if there are three companies one company's ability to make a change in the process or make a change in the technology is limited unless it is done by the company itself and that is where the captives have an edge and uh, uh, i've done some study on where the transformation happened the transformation happened post the offshoring in the captives rather than in the third parties where there were multi-vendor relationships and the next level is uh, the aspect of uh, the elimination of elements that are that there is no value added on my favorite quote that sits on the wall in my office is from peter drucker who said there's no point doing well something that should not be done at all and actually we excel in doing very well things that do not need to be done we put six sigma projects around it we 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 reward people on efficiency uh, anil just spoke about the recognition and the reward aspect of things but at times we forget to say should we be doing that element so that transformation aspect of the business i think that is the 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 next generation the next role that we have to play on what that transformation is and that is the new holy grail of where we want to take it because i believe at the next generation the shared services units will be leading that transformation not just responding to what the needs that come from the from the front end what is this uh, the, the the shared service today i don't know how many of you are aware there are 850 plus i was surprised by the number of shared services centers in india about 120 125 of the mncs and they cover a wide gamut from engineering r&d to big data to data analytics to traditional bpo approximately 14 billion dollars with a compounded annual growth rate of 18% 460000 people so if we are to take this as a basis to transform from cost centers to profit center what what can happen we want to move as a strategy from being mere support functions to strategic functions which is a part of the overall strategy that means the leadership has a place on the table to decide the future the future strategy the future of the business and then to the next level to become profit centers to be able to contribute to the value that the company stands for whether it is in terms of customers and uh, 
Again, we heard the example, if it doesn't have to do with customers, don't even attend that meeting. Or to the overall value in terms of adding to the earnings to the, to the top line. The question is, can we? Can the tail become the dog? Can the tail wag the dog? Because till now, other than a few isolated exceptions, we are order takers. And can we move over the next four or five years from being order takers to the next level? The business efficiency optimization phase has matured. I'm not saying it is over. It has matured because there is learning of what that process is and that will get implemented across the organization. The next phase that we have to initiate is the business transformation phase where we take it beyond cost savings, where we take it to creating shareholder value, where we have direct impact to the top line and the, and the bottom line. As I said, it's a function of the maturity of the operation. I do believe that both these activities can coexist because a more mature part of the operation can play a bigger role on transformation while the not so mature part of the operation uh, goes through a process of uh, efficiencies and, uh, and uh, optimization. Just a couple of examples. Uh, the, 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 this I did for uh, some colleagues in, uh, in HR to say there is a zillion dollar uh, contract that the company has and where a shared service is only treated as an arm, guys sitting elsewhere decide on what to do with that contract. But if we were a party at the table of what can be done, there could be solutions that centers in India could find that could be very different to what the guys sitting overseas can think of. Like creating a tier two, tier three uh, option where the cost, the attrition rates and uh, things are different, or creating a seat utilization aspect, uh, particularly if you're quoting within India, a large part of our industry works uh, nighttime, where daytime seats are available. Is there a solution where we can take something where the cost can be different and the profitability can be differently impacted? Can we create a product of tomorrow that is coming from here? From being treated as a order taker of, of an offshore location, can we take it to a process where we create and implement best practices, best in class, not only for the company, but globally? From a cost plus approach to saying that we will create a surplus. Whether that surplus is in this book or that book, we'll probably end up doing the bookkeeping ourselves because we are the best guys to do the bookkeeping globally. But in what books that surplus is booked and how it is created, to, from serving a payment entity, I, I, I get the luxury of, invite, of being invited to a lot of uh, strategic uh, discussions uh, that happen. And for one of the global 25 companies uh, where they were doing their strategic plan for their India center, they asked me to end the, the, the first half of the day and I was to give them my observations at the end of the first half. And I made a, what I thought was a very simple observation, but uh, I think it had huge consequences on which they, 
they look at it. In the entire first half, the entire leadership that addressed each other on what the challenges are kept referring to their parent, which was a US entity, as they. They don't want this, they want this, they want the system done, they. And my nickel's worth of input to them was, the day you are able to change it to we rather than they, you will make a very fundamental change in, in what you have to do. That is when you'll change from being order takers to having a seat on the table, perhaps taking it to say that you can sh share best practices. I mean, the three largest uh, third-party providers in the country, Genpact, WNS, EXL, they all started their lives as captives. All of them. If you take the next five, three out of the next five started their life as captive. And there is a learning sitting there to say that there, that transformation from a captive to a third party came in terms of value creation. If you take GE as an example, they've saved a few billion dollars of cost and they've recovered a few billion dollars for the value of what Genpak uh, has and they still have about 30-40% holding in a company that is valued at $4 billion. So that is one way I am trying to bring out is that you do not need to only look at a carve-out as the only solution. The products of tomorrow will be incubated in the centers here because you understand once you get the leeway to be able to experiment and to be able to bring out some aspects. So, one example is to use business process as a service. And BPAS has a big role to play in my estimation into the future now that the cost of technology is going to undergo a change with the cloud. Is the front end going to play a role in it? Or is the back end going to play a role in it? And what I want to throw to you is that it is the back end operation that will play a big role in VPASS and which way the cost per transaction is going to undergo a dramatic change. Because the front end has no understanding of what that uh, technology is, what that capability is. You and your teams, uh, where you're sitting as a service provider, will, will play a big role and potentially take it to, to a third-party aspect. So with state-of-art technology, Anil stole the thunder on the, the, the six aspects of the star. That's what I was going to use to say that. Uh, the, so you align the process to clients' business matrices. This, I think, is pretty standard and marquee, and, and, and a lot of us have been doing it for a lot of time. The, the next aspect is on process harmonization. Many of you handle processes from multiple parts of the globe. Say the purchase process, simple. A receivable management process, payroll process, HR management process. And you set up separate teams to do separate aspects from separate parts of the globe because that is the way it came to you.
Can you do a standardization? Can you make an impact? Can you take good practices transfer from one region to the other or what can be done? Can there be innovative delivery models based on that standardization that can be created? Can you do away with the multiple technology platforms uh, the, that you utilize? Can what is done in the front end be automated or be taken to the back end? Can you benchmark and re-engineer some of the processes of, of, uh, of what is happening? Can you drive the automation? Can you drive the technology? Can you create products of what that technology will be? Some of the softwares that are uh, being created now, and I'm, I'm going into a little bit on the IT side, the entire need analysis has been done by teams in India rather than the, the teams in the home market. So there is an entire aspect where a shared service center can take it to the next level, can become a contributor rather than just the cost. I work very hard to find the, this picture because I wanted one picture to be able to explain what it is. The world that we live in today is like this iceberg. Very little is visible, and our biggest fallacy is that we work only on the little that is visible, not on the aspect that is not visible, because as key stakeholders, we can make the impact if we look at it on a holistic manner across the board. Thank you very much, and all the best as you take the next steps towards this transformation.